0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim the gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he put this question to his disciples. Who do people say the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say he is John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But you, he said, who do you say I am? Then Simon Peter spoke up. You are the Christ, he said, the Son of the living God. Jesus replied, Simon, son of Jonah, you are a happy man, because it was not flesh and blood that revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. So I now say to you, You are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the underworld can never hold out against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth shall be considered bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be considered loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. This piece focuses on an object, a piece of furniture, but more importantly it focuses on the symbolic significance of that object, a wooden chair concealed within the gilded resplendent reliquary, also shaped as a chair but framed with a sunburst like a monstrance. This beautiful reliquary was designed by the great Renaissance artists who also designed the colonnade surrounding the plaza in front of. St. Peter's Basilica, Gian Lorenzo Bernini. This is no ordinary chair, but the famed throne of St. Peter, the first bishop of Rome, the first pope of the Catholic Church. And it is from this chair that the government and state of the Holy See takes its name. The word see translates from the Latin sedes, which means chair. Pope Benedict XVI described the chair as a symbol of the special mission of Peter and his successors to tend Christ's flock, keeping it united in faith and in charity. From the early Christian centuries, the authority of the popes was associated with this chair. For example, this is what the great Saint Jerome wrote I decided to consult the chair of Peter, where that faith is found exalted by the lips of an apostle. I now come to ask for nourishment for my soul there, where once I receive the garment of Christ, I follow no leader save Christ. So I enter into communion with your Beatitude, that is with the chair of Peter. For this, I know, is the rock upon which the church is built. Bernini's masterpiece includes four figures who seem to hold up the four legs of the chair. they are the four doctors of the church, two from the west, St. Augustine and St. Ambrose, and two from the east, St. Saint Saint John Chrysostom and St. Athanasius. This is a reminder that the Catholic Church breathes with two lungs, one which represents the west and the other the east. If one were to examine Bernini's work carefully, you would soon realise that the chair is not being held up by these four great bishops, but it is they who are being raised up by the chair which seems to be ascending to the heavens, is the authority of St. Peter and his successors, the Popes, who hold together the unity of the Church and raises its members up to the heavenly Jerusalem. The authority of St. Peter is the very principle of unity of the Church. Unity is not just an abstract concept, neither does it just mean being joined by common interests and opinions. Ultimately, unity has a visible face. It is the face of Jesus Christ in the first place, and subsequently the face of his vicar, in whom he had conferred the authority of his keys. For any claim of unity will be vacuous unless it is grounded in a firm foundation of the rock which our Lord established in the person of St. Peter and his successors. The work of Christian unity requires deliberate and ceaseless effort. One of the titles of the Pope is Pontifex, which literally means bridge builder. Building and mending bridges is a constant work of a Holy Father. Like an old coat which is always being torn and is difficult to mend, the unity of the Church must never be taken for granted, but requires great diligence and courage from her leaders certainly the work of building bridges and preserving the unity of the church is a job beyond our human capacity that is why the holy spirit is absolutely essential for the health of the church the best illustration of this can be seen once again when we look at bernini's great sculpture of the chair of saint peter in the apse of saint peter's basilica peter's chair is upheld by the great fathers of the church and hovering over it in the only stained-glass window in the whole basilica, the image of the Holy Spirit is a dove bathing everything in radiance of God. Without the Spirit's blazing light of grace, that chair would just remain an ordinary furniture, no more, no less. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.